0: Alright, we are sitting down with two friends of mine and one former roommate, Kalen and Abby, and to get their takes on the Tiger King. Thank you guys for being willing to come on and talk about this. I mean, it's kind of what everybody's talking about, so I don't feel like it's that hard to do, but go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh,
1: yeah, my name is Kalen, um, former roommate, uh, also a um, great friend of... This, this fellow gentleman right here. Um, I'm so happy to be on the podcast. I've listened to a few episodes. I uh, obviously love what you do. I'm um, interested in getting started myself. and Yeah, just thank you for having me on. Of
0: course.
2: Hello, I am Abby. I am girlfriend of the ex-roommate. So I feel like I know our host pretty well hmm And appreciate him taking the time to care about our opinions.
0: Of course, because uh, nobody really cares about mine, but I do this for fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you heard that right. They're looking into, at least Kalen is looking into, starting a podcast. And so we uh, may see some cross-promotion and cross crossover episodes there. But let's go ahead and jump into this thing. Wanted to get, make sure everyone had voices differentiated, because so, Kalen can go either way as a name, I will say. I think it's a guy name. My wife... Knew a Callan, spelled the same way, but that was a girl. So, just want to make sure we're not confused there on who's who. Yeah,
1: and, you know, my voice, I can get pretty it's feminine, too. A so. little, a little <laughs> feminine.
0: Um, no. But anyway, so, you guys have watched Tiger King once, all the way through. Mm. So, Abby, go ahead and give me just your, like, what was your initial thought? Like, did you enjoy the series? Favorite characters? Like, how did you feel once you finished the series, as far as opposed to when you started it?
2: I thought from start to finish that this documentary was a beautiful train wreck. It is entertaining. It makes you feel things you didn't expect to feel for these kinds of people. Um, I 100% believe that Carol Baskins fed her husband to the tigers. (laughs) That's, I mean, I think a lot of people agree with me on that, but that's my biggest takeaway from the show right now is... Carol Baskins. <laughs> we know what you did, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so, Kalen, what was your initial thoughts?
2: I
1: Coming into this, this series, um, I kind of knew a little bit about Joe Exotic. Uh, when I, I first moved up to Oklahoma City about seven, eight years ago and started working for uh, this uh, telecommunications company, and we did a lot of work around the state, and a few places that we would go would be southern Oklahoma and definitely traveling along I-35. Uh, and we would hear or see the signs passing uh, about this greater Winniewood Wood. You know, giant zoo, billboards giant, yeah, with tigers zoo, and Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, you'd see that, and you would, who would not question that, especially in Oklahoma? Uh, but I had some coworkers uh, from that job, that were like, dude, let's go. Like, let's let's go to this place. We have to go. I unfortunately never did. I had so many times where I could uh. have gone, uh, but one of my friends that I uh, worked with did go, and he said that every. I think it was honestly in the middle of Joe's campaign too. Everything there was Joe exotic. Everything was Joe exotic for. I believe it was when he was running for governor. Mm-hmm. So Joe exotic for governor. He had pins. He had banners. He had shirts
2: and condoms
1: and condoms can't forget um, the condoms no, no.
0: and by the way he did not discriminate on the condom handing out no. anybody and everybody with a hand not no pun intended there
3: everyone with a hand
0: um got a condom didn't matter if you're eight or 80
1: nope so i i mean just hearing about this you start doing research and then you hear about him versus carol and so I kind of had a little bit of knowledge of Joe mm-hmm. uh, and his property down there before going into this series. But coming out of this series, I th- honestly think Abby put it best. A beautiful train wreck. The whole time, just start to finish, episode one, was it like seven? Episodes? Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One through seven, I'm just, I think my mouth just got wider as I was just being jaw dropped. Um, what is going on? Just mm-hmm. zero to
0: a hundred nonstop. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think that's on par with most everybody. And now we're seeing a clear divide, too, of people who are like, well, I honestly think we're seeing a growing population uh, identify with Abby of Carol killed her husband. I mean, I'm in that camp. by and large. I'm more so in the camp of, I'd go a little less extreme. I don't take it to the definitive, like, she definitely killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. I say she was involved with the disappearance of her husband to the extent of which I don't know. Um, okay, we're good. Thought we had some dog humps back there, and I was about to have to uh, about to have to pause it so <laughs> anyways, anyway, so we got our initial takeaways. Now let's talk about favorite characters um characters, and then your favorite and least favorite character, and Abby Go
2: okay, well. I started out really liking Doc Antle. Um, I think we all did. He, well, his park seemed really cool. Like he had a he had a larger variety. It wasn't just about the big cats. Mm-hmm. He had you know elephants and and wolves and all sorts of other things. But and the he animals, seemed yeah. yeah he seemed like he was really good to his animals and really good to his staff. And then you find out that it's more of like a cult it's where weird. all of the women are. Like,
0: like subservient, yeah. yeah. Renamed. renamed. They get renamed, which is, by the way, a fundamental premise of joining a cult: is you you lose, lose your, your old name, identity but... and yeah. you get a new identity, and that that is the most obvious way to do it: is getting a name. You get a name and new boobs. Those are the two things.
2: <laughs> that was a fresh rack. folks. I,
0: I
1: think that's a requirement for Doc too.
0: <laughs> it absolutely is. Um, you may work to the bone, but we'll give you some free ta-ta. Even if
1: you have like perfect.
0: Yeah, you got already You're have. You're bored with that. There's
1: mm. there's still some flaw. You get you get new boobs. <laughs> Do
2: they, they have Regardless. to be Doc Antle? He he designed them himself. Yeah. He's got he, got probably, a stamp. <laughs> he probably he has a he has a stamp card for the plastic I surgeon. Bet, I bet It's like either
0: on the side <laughs> or just under. You get some you get like a little like bought by Doc or something like like boobs by Doc. I don't know. I want something that like that. that. Uh, yeah, but that when I
2: when I found out about his little cult mm-hmm. going on, that obviously made my 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 care for him and his little organization go way down. I mean, he changes these women's names, he changes their bodies, he makes them dress in particular ways, he makes them work all day every day with no time off. And Unless,
0: except for the two days of rest after your new boobs come in.
2: That's right. That's right. And that's what one of the girls said. She was like, "At that point, I just got my boobs done. So I could get those forty-eight hours, which of is sad. Break. So sad. That is so sad. <clears throat> so, um,
0: would you call him a favorite? He's he's he, the most changed. Maybe we'll do that. So, like you know how they do leagues do most improved player. We'll do most um, character with the most opinion change or swap. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. An opinion
0: swap. So Doc would be your your opinion swap.
2: Yeah, I started out liking him, and then as I learned more about him, he's just a creepy guy. Um,
0: Who's your favorite?
2: My favorite, I think, um, I can't remember his name. The dude... Just describe the him long hair
0: Long blonde hair
2: Long blonde hair Cowie The one that was smoking The cigarette yeah, Before you yeah, gasoline yeah, yeah. That's
0: Cowie yeah. I, Cowie I, don't remember. I think it's Randall Or something No I'm making that Eric right. Eric. <laughs> Eric Cowie Yeah
2: Eric Okay Randall was I out. think he is my favorite Because he is consistent Through the entire show mm-hmm. About you know He came to The greater Winniewood Wood um, Big Cat Park Because he You know He knew it was a crazy place yeah. And he was interested In the animals And he had no other options yeah. And I think
1: this guy I picked up his application I think he said he answered a call like on Craigslist yeah. yeah. the best way to <laughs> get a job in an exam- exotic animal park in
0: Oklahoma is through Craigslist. Craigslist because that's what you <laughs> because I've seen those ads on Craigslist my first thing is next um you see exotic animal park working with tigers and you're in the middle of oklahoma and you go ah fake next yeah all right yeah
2: but he was i mean he was consistent with like caring for the animals and he didn't know anything about these big cats when he came into this but he actually educated himself and and you know, made himself more knowledgeable on caring for these animals. And, you know, he stayed through it the entire time, even after, you know, Joe was spoiler alert, guys. Um, Joe was arrested <laughs> and the park was given over to, um, Jeff. yeah, Jeff. And he's, I mean, he's still there taking care of those animals and committed to them. So I could he's, agree. he's my favorite. He's, I
0: don't know if he's my favorite. Um, I mean, at this point, I'll have already given my, all of my opinions. Cause I want to, that'll be on the front end, but I definitely could agree with that. Like, he is he is one of my favorites. And if you notice something, too, they start out interviewing him a lot, and then by the end, he's maybe making one, like, 15-second cameo, cameo in the episode, which tells you he's pretty sane in all of this and pretty consistent. <laughs>
3: exactly. He was
0: there for the Tigers and all about the Tigers and the work, and he didn't care about none of the extra BS. <laughs> so who's your least favorite? I bet I can guess, but go ahead.
2: Um carol baskins <laughs> not because i think she killed her husband because i mean like that's a timeless story right there gold digger kills 22 oh plus her senior husband for mm-hmm. his money like that's not why i hate her i think that's you know a pretty common thing that happens like nowadays yeah,
0: <laughs> that could be that's not too that's not a crazy headline
2: but what I don't like, what, what makes her my least favorite character in the show is that she tries to come off in the beginning of the documentary as some, like, savior for these mm-hmm. big cats and taking them away from bad situations when, in reality, she her park is the exact same as Joe Exotic's. More or less, yeah. And, I mean, she says that you know they're so mistreated at, at Joe's park mm-hmm. because of their environment, and but hers is exactly the same, and she's just she's just a she's, fraud. She's just
0: another crazy big cat person. At
2: least Joe is entertaining. She's just. <laughs> I mean, she's got nothing going on for her no. park. Hey, all you
0: cool
1: cats and kids that didn't <laughs> no. that didn't drag you doesn't in. do it for you. No. <laughs> no, no, Her little her
0: little wreath. God. Her little wreath Flower headbands. Child. Yeah. Her, yeah r- no. Looking like a little. Hippie love child—that's my thing. I, I could totally agree with that. Like, that's probably one of my biggest complaints with her—is she tries to come across as this morally righteous, like uh, holier than thou type to person. When I mean, she's really kind of on the same level as these other dudes. I mean, they're all kooky in their own right. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but um, I could totally see that. So shift now, Kaylin, Your <laughs> your um, opinion swapped. I gotta come up with a better name than that. But who did who did your who did your opinion or your change? Who?
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think I'm gonna piggyback off of what you guys said, and I think my most opinion changing person would be Carol. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, other than the small small research that I did with her and Joe uh, watching this series, um, yeah, she came across as like all of these other big cat parks are bad. Mine is good. We don't do cub petting. We Everybody is, you know, stays away from the big cats. It's just more of a, a see them type of deal. But we rescue—that's the big—we uh, mm-hmm. put in quotations—we rescue these animals. We don't sell them. We don't breed them. But then I think as the as the series goes on, you start to figure out, or it even says in the series, she actually did this stuff. In the beginning of her park, like with I, the bobcats,
2: yeah. she would breed and she some yeah. exotic yeah. animals for for pets.
1: Yeah, so she actually did some of the things that these other big cat parks do. I mean, maybe not anymore, but you know, it's the pot calling calling the kettle black. I mean, right. So it's, that was it's
0: it's the classic argument of you're not allowed to do that, but I'm allowed to do something very very similar. Because the way that I do it or because of who I am or my intentions behind it, my me doing this is okay. And I think we hear that – you've seen that general argument in other aspects of life. And nine times out of ten people say, no, that's not right. You, you're, you can't – just because they're doing it and you're not you're, – it's bad. But it's not bad because you're doing it. It's kind of the self-denial Yeah, premise of it's okay that because I'm doing it, but you're not okay to do it, and so I could agree (laughs) with that. So, um, Doc was your most Carol. Oh, Carol. Carol, I'm sorry, Doc was not paying attention.
1: Abby's Carol. Carol was definitely for me uh, opinion swap right there. Uh, I would say favorite. I'm gonna same thing with Abby. Um, uh, Eric. Eric. uh, Cowie. (laughs) Uh, is that how you pronounce
0: his last name? Callie? I don't know. I've been saying it, Cowie. Cowie, all right. I guess it could be Cowie. But. Oh,
1: Cowie, Cowie. Um, if you're listening to this, we apologize for getting your name wrong, but Eric is probably my favorite. As soon as that guy was on camera, I immediately um, just, like, just started watching him front to back, just there, he there, he wasn't on camera enough. I wish right. we could honestly go in the day of Eric's job and just follow him around. And I just want to see because this guy knew, like Abby said, exactly what he was getting himself into. Yep, Tigers, Oklahoma, Big Cat Park. I ah, got nothing else better to do. Sign me up. Uh, so, just the the scene where he is. Um, Pouring the gasoline from one jug into another <laughs> jug while smoking, smoking a cigarette in that small shed, just with the fumes accumulating. Right. And He's he right just there. he quick looks up at the camera, smiles, almost in that kids don't try this at home type of. Air. I love that. He
0: he definitely smokes while putting gas in his car. Guaranteed. <laughs> just no fear, living on the edge, loving life.
1: And that guy, he is, I mean. He ne- he never had a there was never a, a change with him. There was never a consistent, a, right? Yeah, character spike. He was consistent. He was like, "Hey man, this is what happened at the park. This is this is just how it was, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: We're here yep. trying to take care of these tigers. That's all That's all I'm doing. Yep. Got to get my sigs, my tigers. Mm-hmm. These are the two He's things like, I care about in this world.
1: All that other stuff either with Carol or with Joe running for president and governor, he was like, hey man, that happened, but I'm just here just to feed the tigers. Was it
0: him who was talking about when, when when the Walmart meat truck got brought up, was it him, was it his voice who said there were some prime cuts of meat in there sometimes? Oh yeah. yeah, That was him. Yeah, so that fits him. Another yeah. reason why I love him is he, he called, he's like, look man, this may be Walmart meat truck, but he had some prime cuts. Uh. I think
1: the camera was following him whenever that truck first appeared in, yeah. there in the back, and yeah, they're sifting through it. And he was like, "Oh no, that tiger's tiger! Oh, hey, that's for me."
0: Pulling stuff, <laughs> right? Uh, T-bone, thank you. Yep,
2: that's well, that's mine. what they talked about. How all of the employees at the park would go through the truck first and grocery shop before they would put it in there in their meat tubs.
0: On some level, I would have to check the expiration date, but like. I know. Not opposed. <laughs> I know. Well, I know for a fact that like they don't necessarily wait until the meat expires and then take it off the shelf. They usually preemptively do it. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll like home. I know Homeland puts it on sale when it's like le- within a week usually, mm-hmm. and then. But I don't think this would be a good question to notice. I don't think you'll find meat for sale on the shelves. The day of its expiration, or even the day before, I would say. I bet because I I worked at a place where we threw our stuff, all of our fresh stuff out, got thrown out two days prior to its expiration date. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, in theory, it could get there before it expires, but it is in a hot, <laughs> un- air conditioned truck. Um, <laughs> so it's room temperature, but which means you just got to cook it and eat it. And then. Anyways, so least favorite character, Kalen.
1: Uh. There was something cringy from the very moment that Carol was on the screen. Just something about her. Even when I like first started thinking that maybe she was the good guy in all of this, that maybe she was honestly just trying to raise a sanctuary for these uh, harbored animals. The moment she was on screen and just started talking, I was I was like, "There's something off about this woman." There's not something, easy for you. yeah. Even before the whole. Her killing her husband scandal right. came into you know, there was something off about her. I would say she's probably one of my least favorites. Uh, but I probably get more annoyed with Doc on the screen. <laughs> I get more annoyed with him. Yeah, just him just being there and just I think it's just his overall personality. This you know, mightier than than you uh type literally
0: thinks he's akin to divinity yeah yeah um
1: (laughs) he's probably my my least favorite character he
0: he has a literal god complex Mm -hmm. carol has like a i'm sure there's a term for it but she thinks she's more of a uh she almost has more of like a savior complex for the animals like like i wouldn't say god complex but like Uh, i'm here to look out for you like a caregiver type like she thinks she's the one to save the animals. Right. Um, Doc thinks he's just a god. Yeah. Um, Joe's just out here cuz he loves tigers and the center of attention. Right. Um and <laughs> that's what that's what gets me. All right, so Carol was your opinion swap. Mhm. Callie was your favorite and then I would say Doc, Doc was Doc. your least favorite. Yeah, okay. Doc's my least favorite. Interesting.
2: I just want to state for those of you who have not seen this show
3: mm-hmm.
2: um the least insane person that has an exotic animal park of some sort is a retired drug kingpin.
0: Yeah, the Miami, least yes. crazy, Tony Montana, like the real life one.
2: <laughs> insane. He's has some insane stories he talks about back in his. Uh,
0: that brings up a good question. Keep going.
2: Okay, but br- he brings up these insane stories of watching someone get murdered and. Disassembled, like they saw off his body parts and scatter him. He talks about witnessing that on this show, and he, he talks about it
0: like what he like like telling you what he how he cooked his dinner last night. Yeah, very casual, yeah,
2: very casual. But he is the least insane person on this show, and that's by that, far. That's that's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which actually brings up a good question. This is one that I I'm glad you said that because it made me think of this. So last question on that note, if you had to pick one character. To who to go out to dinner with, and or we'll say even spend a weekend with, like you're just hanging out casually, um, but you have to spend a weekend with this person. And can and all characters are up for grabs. Who would you want to go spend a weekend with? <clears throat> and we're not getting into the details of well, where am I spending a weekend with? You're just <laughs> we're gonna leave it very casual. Well, you're yeah. hanging <laughs> out with them for a weekend, meaning you guys are eating your meals together. You're you you are together. Um, <laughs> you're not. I mean, nothing weird, but yeah. Who would you? Who would you... Who's the one character you'd want to do that with? If you I, had to do one. I would
1: be on edge the entire time, but I want to go to work with Eric. <laughs>
3: Dude, I really do. I really
1: do. Like I said, I wish the documentary just had one little segment of a day in the life of Eric uh, just following him around, but that would be me. Just, just give I him, would eat from the meat truck and... Just give him a good eight foot
0: radius, make sure the steaks are cooked well done, and... You should be alright. Yeah. Um, now... Don't uh Whenever don't take your eye off him. Can yeah, you?
1: no. Whenever he needs the lawnmowers or weed eaters refueled, don't go with him.
0: Yeah, definitely <laughs> stand back, like stand at a distance. Um <laughs> all right, so Cowie and Abby.
2: Um that's a that's a good one. I think that's that's kind of up there on my list. But I think I would really just want to spend a weekend with Joe Exotic himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of afraid that, like,
1: wait, Joe Exotic in prison or Joe Exotic? No,
3: no, no. This, <laughs> this, <is, laughs>
2: this is
0: everyone free and clear.
1: No, yeah,
2: this is. Uh, if I were able to spend a weekend with Joe Exotic, I would take it because I want to see how this man convinced two straight men to marry him.
0: <laughs> meth oh. is a powerful thing. Yes. Let me tell you, <laughs> meth and money. Um, which good good moment to plug? Wondery is doing a podcast. I know I told you guys this, but I'm gonna put it on here. Wondery is doing a little podcast series, like a six or seven episode mini series, where they did inter- where they do interviews. And I will tell you, I've listened to every episode up to date, and they do have some extra details, particularly about that part with John Finley. That's very interesting, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but give you some insight into maybe how he turned to sh- turn two straight men gay, um, or at least convince them into gay relationships.
1: I have a question um for you based on you who you would want to spend a weekend with and not to take away from the host. No, go for his it. His duties. But you said Joe Exotic and you want to spend a weekend with Joe Exotic. Now, is this Joe Exotic in the park like running the park or would you follow Joe Exotic on his campaign trails?
0: Ooh, buddy.
2: Um in the park. Because I think on the campaign trails, he's trying so hard to appeal. I say he's trying hard to appeal to the masses. He is not trying at all to be anyone other than who he is. And But there's just so much going on that takes away from what his life is truly about, which is the the animal park on his campaign tour. So I would definitely do it like in the park with him. For sure. And just watch all of the sketchy, gun-toting shenanigans that that man pulls on a day-to-day basis. My
0: goodness. I love it. I love it. What's up?
2: Well, you can know for sure that if you go with Joe for a weekend or hang out with him, he's definitely going to try to razzle-dazzle you. So, <laughs> I don't think I'm his type.
0: <laughs> Not muscular
1: enough. He um, just
2: wants to entertain anyone. But
1: yeah. that's fair. If you don't come back from a weekend with Joe with a silk... <laughs> Blue tiger striped shirt. I'm I'm gonna be mad, okay. or some sort of sequin something. Got if you it. don't come back, I'm gonna be. Yeah. Mad. If
2: I if something I ever, with
1: fringe, possibly
0: too. Uh-huh.
2: That's one of either his vest, or one his of his jacket. seven That's identical <laughs> brown
0: fringe. Yep, vest.
2: If I ever have the opportunity to spend a weekend with Joe Exotic, I will buy one of his shirts off the man's back. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, I guarantee you, someone. There's people out there making those things and are oh, going to be yeah. selling. Them. They're going to be online. I'm sure they are. I'll look after this. But all right, so quick, uh, do some rapid fire questions, and then we'll get into the Hollywood cast uh, of okay. a remake and what you guys would do. So first question I'm going to rattle off is, um, do you think Joe was rightfully convicted and that his conclusion to his story? And you can keep it short and sweet. You can just more or less yes or no. I mean, do you think? 22 years in prison, and all the charges that were brought against him, including the animal cruelty and stuff like that, were all, um, and and the hitman charge, do you think those were soundly founded, and um, do, you, do you think that was justified?
1: I think the, as far as the animal cruelty stuff goes, um, <clears throat> obviously there's a lot of evidence uh, that supports that, not 22 years worth, mm-hmm. which I know a that is also going along with the hitman charge, hired for murder. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. I think um, what is it like f- five, six years, mm-hmm. maybe tops for about animal cruelty. Right. I would, I would say for him. Um, now the hired gun thing, that whole investigation, I think was, I think was kind of fast tracked a little bit. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of hearsay. And there's a lot of open stuff that still is not closed even just mm. just watching the series and doing no research yourself which is
0: well, really I mean that's the point of this here is I'm not, yeah. I'm not we're not coming from a place of serious research by right, any right, means. Right. it's literally reaction to the show
1: yeah no I think uh, no I think there's a lot of, of open ended questions that need answered I don't think that that investigation was well run at all okay
0: Abby
2: your take um, you think you should be in jail? Okay, I think that he should be in, in jail. Okay. I am going to agree with Kalen on the murder for hire um, charges. I think that investigation was really um, sketchy. I think I think Jeff Lowe definitely set up um, Joe to take over his park because he had nothing else going for him. Um yeah, but I think I think the second that Jeff Lowe came into the picture, um, had he not been there, then then Joe, if he were convicted for anything, it would just be animal cruelty, right? Because they pushed, and, and you can see it in the show. Like they talked about it a lot, and they pushed it a lot with Joe. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, "Well, don't you want to kill that bee, right. Carol Baskins?" Like they they pushed there it was, a lot. It, it, was, wasn't it was
0: leading questions and, and like yeah. antagonizing. It was it was. And that's for me. I, I could absolutely agree. It kind of got into territory of, territory of like you're trying to, where it's where it's playing with those lines of you know you think of like undercover cop who's who's working vice and she's dressed up as a hooker but trying to catch people. <laughs> exactly. and, and it's like it almost feels like she was running. They got to the point where if you were to make the analogy for that case, it would be she she is running up to men asking if they want a good time, not like hanging out in the right parts of town yeah. and letting me, letting people approach them, and all she has to do is. Um, to facilitate a money transaction to be able to make the arrest.
2: Yeah, like they are, they are facilitating for him to to set up that that mm. hitman situation right. though, because he's he's saying, "Well, hey, I know a guy who can do it for you." Mm-hmm. And had he not started that conversation, then I don't think it would have even been a problem. Um, but. Um, I definitely think he deserves to be in jail for the animal cruelty okay. sides of it. Um, not nearly. I don't think he deserves 22 years. And I, again, I don't think he is the only, only person only to blame. Party. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, I think there's a lot of shady stuff going on. I mean, obviously there is. There's a whole documentary about all of the shady stuff that goes on between these different parks. And
3: mm-hmm. I mean,
2: there are so many people who were involved in this that probably should have gotten some sort of at least a slap on the wrist but nothing came of it and I think I just kind of want Joe to get out of jail so we can get another season (laughs) (laughs) because I would love that in my life
0: (laughs) all right so uh next question did Carol Baskin kill her husband and start with that it'll be a two-parter
2: okay well I mean you already know where I stand. Carol Baskin, definitely, like you said earlier, I believe she fed him to the tigers Because that's uh-huh. just the most obvious right. and convenient means at your disposal to get rid of the body. But I, if she did not do that, she was at least involved in some way in his disappearance. Mm-hmm. Because there is no way that that man, I mean, was just murdered for no reason by someone trying to get his money. There would have been... I mean, Carol is the only logical person behind this. They just couldn't find the evidence, and I don't think they looked hard enough. Because, do you remember when they found his van at the airport? Yeah, And they called Carol to come and pick it up, and they did not look into it. They did not do any kind Mm -hmm. of investigation in that van. So, Carol... Came, picked it up, brought it home, and then like forty-eight to seventy-two hours later, they came back and they were they like, "Hey, it we want it to search the, the van." After exactly after she's had it for so. And s- anyone
0: with a basic understanding of police protocol and criminal invest and investigation protocol, protocol especially of a missing person, you're not going to move anything that is potentially has evidence on it—fingerprints, hair, leftover, like whatever, oh, yeah. what have you. Every the scene has to remain. As untouched as possible. I think the her brother thing. was
2: at the scene of the crime and yeah. just mm-hmm. handed her the keys and.
0: The best thing that came from that,
1: um, whenever the van was taken back to the ranch and then investigated a few out few days later, uh, the fingerprints that they did pull were the, the handyman, shop man, right? yeah, the <laughs> shop owner's fingers they're like hey these are unusual and they're like yeah I did work on it my fingerprints are all well, over are your fingerprints car. on this
0: because I worked for him all the time goodness if all you right. don't
1: see the machine <laughs> shop in the background <laughs> there's literally a car on a lift right now
0: alright Um. so that's a yes from Abby we already knew that Kalen did she kill him
1: um, I'm gonna say, I, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't think she killed him. I think we we touched on this. I think that she was part of the plan to, you know, get him so out of the way. she was I think involved.
2: Carol did murder for hire.
1: Possibly. Oh, plot twist! <laughs> yeah, no, I I think there was a whole plan that went into it. Um, there's just a lot of. Once again, a lot of misses in the investigation, a lot of questions still left unanswered. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see, and I don't think it's true, because um, just the numbers don't add up, but a fan conspiracy of that Carol's first husband, her, from her the first marriage, yeah, the abusive one, is actually Jeff Lowe. <laughs> and then she hired, she hired Jeff to go down and kind of put these ideas of killing herself. Like, hey, you should go talk to Joe and be like, yeah, we should, we should get rid of her, and then put, you know, put into play. Oh my gosh! The, yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't think it's true because it, there's no. an age difference, but people have mm-hmm. put pictures of both her first husband and, and Jeff, Jeff side by side, and there's that's funny. Similarities. That's really
0: funny. I haven't heard that. I mean there and there is there is plenty of proof out there that she did I mean she talked to Rick Kirkham who was the reality TV show producer yeah mm-hmm. she got in contact she she contacted everyone around Joe exotic at least at some point and if um, and a lot of them there's you know they openly said it yeah Carol reached out to me to try and you know tell me badmouth Joe so like there's reason to believe that oh, yeah. in some kooky conspiracy theory that she could have worked this entire situation to push Joe to the point to try and actually do murder for hire and then they would have the right evidence. Because there was a lot
1: of stuff like just publicly between those two. Like there's a lot of lawsuits back and forth. There's a lot of arguments publicly but I mean that's just basically from the public standpoint it looks like Joe is attacking her and she's just either trying to defend herself or just rebuttal a little Mm -hmm. bit. But there is so much back story or so so many back doors. She
0: worked in the back channels. Yeah, Yeah yeah yeah. She had that one lady who would follow Joe around to all the malls. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, this is, there's really good insight into that side of it. Um, if you listen to that Wondery podcast I told you about, yeah. it's just called like Tiger You just search Tiger King. It'll come up. But because um, he did some – that guy did some interviews with like um, – with that lady who followed Joe Exotic around the malls and talked to Rick Kirkham a little bit. It's very interesting. You get know, some good backstories mm-hmm. on it. So, OK. So, Carol killed her husband. Um that is the conclusion that we're coming to. I'm, I'm in agreement that she was involved in some way, shape, or form. Obviously, uh, I think that, that that probably does it enough justice. I think we asked, you know. Just uh, real quick, give me like a 30-second tidbit on your thoughts and feelings about Jeff Lowe and James Garrison. You remember James Garretson? He's the fat guy with the bowl cut. Who's oh, on my jet God. Ski. The
2: what does he sell in his store? Stolen
0: stuff. It's fine. Um, <laughs> He's a shady character who works in the back channels as well in a different aspect. Um, so, yeah, just give me like 30 seconds of how do those characters make you feel? Uh,
1: Jeff, um, <laughs> probably for Jeff Lowe, probably one of the, the better scenes from Jeff is when his wife, girlfriend, whatever she is at the time... Yeah. Lauren, yes, thank you. Whenever Lauren was pregnant and they're interviewing them both, um, she's like, Yeah, we got a little baby Jeff Flo on mm-hmm. the way. Oh, and he was, <laughs> he was like, Yep, I'm going to hire a nanny too. And she's scrolling through like a Tinder of pictures. Like, it looks like a Tinder app of pictures. And there's this beautiful woman, this beautiful 22, 23 year old brunette woman. Uh-huh. And he's like, I get to be in charge of hiring, you know, the nanny. And while Freaking. she's, oh, he says he's he's like you're gonna have the baby, and then you're gonna immediately get into the gym, yeah, get your body back. But in the meantime, I'm gonna be hooking up with the nanny to yeah. her
2: face, like, and the... she's just sitting there smiling <laughs> the okay. and she's like,
3: god, you give me nice things. Oh my that,
2: god! <laughs> yeah,
1: just the minute Jeff hit the screen, I knew that that dude with his Oakley hat and uh, do rag, do rag, and leather jacket and affliction shirt, I knew. That dude was—he was off his rocker. That guy is—he's something else.
0: Oh yeah. How do you feel?
2: Um. Well, he—he he brought up the the whole nanny thing and getting his uh Goodness. pregnant wife back in the gym as soon as she pops the baby out.
0: You know where his. So that I think you lie. can
2: assume where my opinions lie <laughs> on Jeff Low. Um. They are not great. Okay. Um. But what what's the other guy's name? James Gerritsen. James Gerritsen. I think that, I don't know. I think that he's kind of a coward. You know
3: how we've been Absolutely. on a Harry Potter is.
1: kick for like this past week? Yeah. You know who James Gerritsen is? Who? Wormtail. Yep. James yeah. Gerritsen is the Wormtail yeah. of Tiger King. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, he's just
2: he. I think he's just looking for he's just looking for Jeff Lowe's approval, and will do anything to get it. Um, and he's but, looking
0: he's looking to keep his butt safe. Exactly, he's not Which trying is, to go to jail. He'll do anything and everything.
2: You know, he Besides he got stolen. It.
0: Well, he'll keep doing names. that, right? Well, you can't stop him from doing that. But
2: well, when when a Fed came to his shop, and he was like, they they conned me into working with them because they said they'd waive this exotic animal pet fine because he didn't. <laughs> Like His there's lemur. no there's yeah. no way that that is the only way they roped no. him into. That's wine, the only thing
0: he's willing to admit
2: is the exotic animal fine. No. Exactly. That's just a
0: shady dude who works in shady ways.
2: Exactly, and he wasn't like they the, the feds didn't have any interest in mm-hmm. you know the employees or investors of the Greater Winniewood um, Big Cat Park, but um, they were just after Joe Exotic. So he goes to 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 Jeff Lowe... And is like, hey, dude, mm. like you need to know that this is going on. And I don't want you to go down. And so then that's right. when they really, the both of them really start pushing the, yep, the murder for up. hire. And I really think none of this would have happened if Jeff Lowe was not in the picture. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I, I think. This is kind of like the whole, the whole situation that got Jeff, or sorry, not Jeff, but got Joe um, imprisoned in the mm-hmm. first place was heavily started by what's his face i still can't remember Jeff- his name
0: james Garretson.
2: yeah james gerritson it's all your fault you <laughs> ruined my documentary
0: <laughs> your chances for a follow-up at least okay <laughs> so I, I think it's and i think most people fall in those camps but it's just good to like to get the thoughts a little bit you know because mm-hmm. everyone does have a slightly different perspective so let's go ahead and shift gears and let's talk about hollywood casting yes. Let's get into the fun stuff because yes. that's what everybody's doing. I already know everyone's Halloween costumes for next year. Oh, <laughs> oh, exotic yeah. oh, yeah. characters in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm you're gonna, gonna see painted. You. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, gonna see you. painted dogs and whatnot. And oh and yeah, big
1: dog. It's I would be just great. before we go into the celebrity, I mm-hmm. want to say I love, love, love like the memes that come out of this, like all of like the pictures <laughs> and video. I love that. I do, however, hate the fact that. It kind of puts a ne- another negative stereotype
0: on Oklahoma. Yeah, people think he represents Oklahoma. He doesn't. No, he that is a crazy person who happened to live in Oklahoma. That's just a that's the backwoods person that you're gonna find. You'll find him in Oklahoma, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, New Mexico. Maybe not New Mexico. They're more hippies. But all those places. I mean Georgia, like any anywhere you think of Kentucky, West Virginia, all those places. It's backwoods crazy people. It's just a slightly different mm-hmm. flavor of that. Yeah, you know, no. salted versus unsalted, if you will. A lot of a lot of social media, uh, but more or
1: less the big names of either social media or celebrities have gotten on their social media platforms and have said like, "Yeah, just another reason why I don't come to Oklahoma." I mean, like you said, that does not represent Oklahoma as an entire. Totally normal like,
0: people here. Yeah, I want to punch people in the throats when they're like, "Do you guys like ride horses out there?" I'm like. We're not Amish. <laughs> Goodness.
2: But the other day I did see someone riding their horse through the middle of Oklahoma <laughs> okay, City. Okay, Abby. Hey, look. I'm is, just saying. It will happen,
0: <laughs> but it's not like every day. Yeah. Like, that's still a rarity. All right. So we'll kick it off the top with give me your. Uh, who would you cast as Joe Exotic? A lot of these are people that
1: have already put their cast member votes in, and I just, I agree. And that's fine. That's yeah. totally fine. I'm in the same uh, boat. So there we're going to people... start off with Joe? Yeah, Joe. Right, start off with, with Joe. With Joe. Uh, Michael Keaton. I'm oh. thinking, like, Beetlejuice-style Michael Keaton. Um, but, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Throwing I like see some, that. Yeah, the... Oh, man, what was the documentary called when he was the founder of McDonald's? I think it's called Founder. Founder, yeah. yeah, yeah. Founder. So... <laughs> so... Beetlejuice meets founder Michael Keaton. Joey I like Zoddy. that.
0: I, that's one I have not found. I like that a lot. All right. I like
1: that. Uh, obviously, like Danny McBride, and I even have Dak Shepard, which he's probably the third. I would say in order, probably Keaton, McBride, and uh-huh. Shepard for me.
0: I have. So I had the other two, obviously. I love those. I think any one of those guys could kill that role. Um, they, they fit it pretty perfectly. Abby, who do you have?
2: I actually do have someone different. I think the favorite one I've seen so far is Ben Stiller for ben Joe Stiller. Exotic. Because, like,
0: Tony Perkins. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then um, Average Joe's. I can't even think of his name. Oh, right now. Uh, Globo Jim. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
0: Can't remember his name. I can't either. I'm about to find it. Give me two seconds.
1: Oh, man. What is his name? Yeah, but if you go down the floor,
0: White White, <laughs> White Goodman. Goodman. Yes. White Goodman or Tony Perkis, they would make a great Joe exotic. I could see that. That's a good one. I, I haven't heard that one either. Um, so I, I could dig that. All right. Who do you got as Carol? Go on.
2: Um, okay, so I have two uh I have two that I would like to see for Carol. Um one of them is Melissa McCarthy.
3: Ooh! I think she'd
2: be a good Carol. Yeah. And then the other one, she'd is... be a funny Carol. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they're both very funny. They both play like white trash. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I just think it fits the bill. I think they're both crazy enough to, to make that one work. <laughs> I,
0: I like I like both of those options. I had not heard Melissa McCarthy, but that one does make sense.
1: Um, I, I had McKinnon. I had Lisa Kudrow as well. Lisa Kudrow From Friends.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, Phoebe. Phoebe oh, my from gosh. Yeah. Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> that would be a good one.
0: Yeah, she oh man. Look at the first picture that pulls up on Google too with the hair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: That's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Carol Baskin's twin. <laughs>
0: I I'm about it. So I'm gonna add that one too. I didn't have, yeah, <laughs> I didn't have that one. So Lisa Kudrow Alright, so let's talk uh, Doc Antle. Who do you have for Doc? <laughs> Very
1: first thing I saw Doc Ansel, the very first image, uh celebrity image that came into my head, Will Farrell. <laughs> Will Farrell that, that was the As same Doc for me. Ansel. <laughs> Yeah, I Will Ferrell or I mean John C Riley. either I one mean, of them, yeah, interchangeable yeah. at that point. But for whatever, I'm just picturing Will Ferrell, soul patch, long ponytail.
0: <laughs> it fits, and and this god complex yes. of like I have three wives who aren't wives. You, they get boob jobs. They're like, and I am, I am the king. He yes. he really does think he's he thinks he's the tiger god. Um, I like that. So Abby. Are you is that? Is that a, an agreement, or did you no, have someone different?
2: No, I am in agreement on that one, one hundred percent. That should be that should be well. Bearable. Oh my
0: gosh! All right, so let's uh, shift gears then, and we'll talk um, supporting characters. Um, well, actually, yeah, supporting characters. So Howard Baskin, who do you have as that? Have you cast anybody's Howard mm-hmm. Baskin? If you haven't, don't worry.
1: Uh, Howard is.
0: Carol's husband, second husband. husband. their live one. Husband, third, but alive, technically, yeah. but he's the one currently, he's the old wrinkly guy yeah. who fun fact on, went to Harvard.
2: Really? Yeah. You I learn did not some stuff
0: listening to this podcast. <laughs> and you learn how they met too. Super weird. Um
2: Another story for another time. So well, you gotta go listen
1: to that Wandry podcast. He's he's a quiet, kind of mm-hmm. reserved guy in the, the documentary, but then he has moments where he's like just almost as insane as everybody else, Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Jeff Goldblum is my Howard.
2: Yeah, I like that. I didn't have him cast Yeah,
0: No, he's a kind of a weird one, and that's really all I've seen. Um, I will say this. uh, Somebody else who I think could fit the role. It's not a perfect fit. I don't think it's as good as Jeff Goldblum. But um, John Lithgow, who is Lord Farquaad.
2: Oh, the voice! Okay. You know, he's
0: the, the, he's the classic bald guy. Yeah. He's also been in several other things. Yeah. Like I think he was in a uh, third Third Rock from the Sun. I was about to say
1: showing my age, but yeah, yeah, the dad from Third Rock. <laughs> right. I mean, most people aren't going to get
0: that in the re- reference, but um, I think he could definitely fill that role um, and mm-hmm. play if you need to. So, more supporting characters: John Finley, the toothless husband, yes, who turned out to be banging the secretary.
1: I had this one as my my first, but mm-hmm. now. I might be shifting number one and number two. Uh, I first put down Shia LaBeouf. Oh my <laughs> <John> god! <gosh. laughs> but uh, I also have Channing Tatum. Yep, that's funny. Uh, that's one I've yeah. seen a lot. You've can... seen Channing Tatum a lot, but Shia LaBeouf is. Oh, no, man, I, I keep going back and forth. They're neck and neck, man.
0: I almost think Shia LaBeouf could be Travis. You know, the other the young one who uh, the accidental high, death the, one. Yeah. I think. I think. He, I mean, but. John Finley and Travis are kind of interchangeable, but anyways, Abby, who do you got?
2: My favorite one that I've seen um, for John Finley is Dave Batista.
1: Oh <laughs> my god, Dave Batista would have to lose like a hundred pounds. No,
2: well, I, yeah, but I just, think that would be in the
0: over-the-top comedy
1: documentary.
2: At the similarities between the two, yeah, it's-
0: knock out his teeth, give him some fake <laughs> no teeth, and just let him show off tats. and... He would just be an overly buff. And, I mean, that's what Hollywood does, though, is they take every – it's a caricature. Yeah. Right? It's a, it, you accentuate things. So I think it could fit. I like that one a lot. <laughs> All right. Um, who do you have for uh, his other husband, Travis? And late husband, I should say. Right. Travis.
1: Um, I put uh, Adam Driver, which is <laughs> Kylo Ren. Seen that the, one, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ashton Kutcher.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's another good one.
1: I'm thinking Ashton Kutcher, <laughs> like like oh uh, Kelso, like Michael Kelso, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I like it. Not like the ranch Ashton, but like no Michael Kelso, in Definitely. his earlier goofier <laughs> word. Yeah, Abby,
2: I don't have anyone casted for him. Yeah, no. how do you like how do you like either one of those but guys? But I think uh, I think what was your your first one for Shia? Shia? No, oh, no, 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 the Kylo Ren.
1: Yeah, Adam Driver.
2: Adam Driver. Yeah. He's he's I think would be a really good one. He for could that. he could fit that. Bill. Oh
1: yeah. He um, could do like the darker side of of Travis. Mm-hmm. If you could somehow mold Ashton Kutcher and Adam Driver together, <laughs> <you> know,
0: <laughs> they could have a baby real I quick. Adam, that would be cool. Ashton Driver. <laughs> Ashton Driver. Okay. Um, who we got for Jeff Lowe? Ooh. There's been some good good ones come out. I I got, that's one of my longer lists.
2: My my two favorite um, that I I think for Jeff Lowe would be Woody Harrelson.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Or. Uh,
0: I have Woody for somebody else.
1: Or
2: yeah. Sean Penn.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah, I, Sean Penn is not one that I have heard, but I I can see I can see <laughs> I like those picks. <laughs> I like those picks. Who you got, Kalen? Uh, Bruce Willis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: How have I not thought he of that on one? was on my
2: short list, too. Oh, my
0: gosh. He's I'm perfect. Squinny-eyed, just...
1: Do-rag, Oakley hat. Bruce
0: Willis could fit that role <laughs> without even
1: trying. Bruce Willis. Uh... Like, you could just
0: get him off the couch and be like, hey, we need to come shoot this thing real quick. And he could just <laughs> do it.
1: He's like, yeah, just let me throw on the jacket. Wait, you're already wearing the hat and Durag? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no problem. I already got the goatee. Uh Jeff Lowe, let's see. Bruce Willis, Will Arnett. Yeah, that's uh, a really mm-hmm. popular one. Who, oh, he would do so I good. saw this one today. Dean Winters. Do yep. you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do not The Mayhem guy. He's oh, I'll yeah, say the all, okay. He's yeah, another okay. perfect role. Just this the facial similarity. Yeah. Look at look at this yeah. first yeah. picture too. Yeah.
0: Is that not I mean <laughs> I
1: mean yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the way good. he talks too, it could be
0: it could be real similar.
1: If you didn't hire me, you could stay away from mayhem. Like, <laughs> like
0: me. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, cool. I uh, accidentally put my list to sleep. Who do we have for... I think who else? Uh, let's go with... I'm all confused. Who do we have for Cowie? Do we have anybody?
1: Aaron Eckhart. Oh. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart know. is Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Um, Batman. Oh, yeah. I Aaron never even thought okay. about him. Okay. That's a good Aaron one. Yes. There's a uh. movie that he's in, uh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. If you look up oh. Aaron Eckhart in Aaron Brockovich, he has long blonde hair. Really? And the similarities there. He's not a big character. Um, and he's, you know, kind of keeps to himself, too. I mean, he has his yeah. moments, but I think Aaron Eckhart
0: could play a good Eric Cowie. All right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's got it. He has a beard in that, but, I mean, you just trim that down and right, it's no problem right. at all. Well, I like that. Abby, did you have anybody?
2: I do. Um, I had. I just had to look up his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Alec- like Tarzan? Well,
1: this, oh, yeah. Tar- Tarzan? Okay. One of the Skarsgård brothers. Skarsgård brother, yeah, who is it. There's yeah. P-wise. He's not it. That's He's not Floki. It. Right. There's,
0: yeah, Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. The Tarzan brother. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The Tarzan Scarzard.
2: Yeah.
0: For <laughs> the family to be a part of. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> it's an impressive family.
0: Alright, who do we have for John Rinky? Mm. Did you cast him? He's I the did. no did. leg guy. I did.
2: I think Caitlin and I have the same person casted Funny for John Rinky.
1: No leg guy. He's actually when I wrote it down, I was like, Nobody's gonna know who John Rinky is, but if you put no leg guy <laughs> That's like, <laughs> that's like that's, a Everybody's I, yeah, no that's gonna what know. I put, he, he ain't
0: got no legs. Um
1: <laughs> John Rinkey I'm going to go
0: with Matthew McConaughey.
1: Gosh. You have to.
2: That was my first pick for him <laughs> as well. Uh,
0: I, also, I also had, well, I put this guy down as a wild card. He could play several parts, but you could also get a Christian Bale. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Like okay. Uh, the Machinist Christian Bale or like a Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey, kind of skinny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kind of lanky and just kind of <laughs> yeah. like here. Right. <laughs> just around. Right. Um, did you guys cast anybody for SAF? I don't even remember her. Name. Oh, oh Kelsey. The, Kelsey. The girl that got
2: her yeah. arms. Yeah, Kelsey.
0: Which, which, by the way, some people have referenced her as a him. Um, so there's there's a lot of confusion there. So if I'm butchering this in some way, if we are, uh, to a listener out there, feel free to get offended and send me an email. I'm not going to read it. but uh, Because <laughs> there, I've been given zero clear direction any which way on how to uh, properly... Gender that person, so I'm gonna go with biology. And Kelsey Saf is a female, so <laughs> how would you cast her? Some people have been casting her as a guy though.
1: Um, I'm I, ooh. Now that you mentioned that, I'm actually really anxious to hear the male representations mm-hmm. of her character. But I agree, it had been I'm, weird. I'm gonna go her. Uh, I have Michelle Rodriguez. Yep, I think that's a pretty straightforward
0: one. Any idea? Letty from uh, from Fast, uh, and, and, Fast and, and Furious. furious. I got it. Don't worry. I'm you'll sorry. you'll you'll agree I'm so with sorry. <laughs> you'll agree with this one. Don't even worry about it. Just okay. rough her up. Yeah. Just rough her oh, up yeah. a little bit. Yeah.
1: Give her a nub. It's fine. <laughs> Which is funny because the first episode you don't we don't hear about her losing her mm-hmm. arm until the second episode. Yeah. The first episode, I think we were just entranced with what else was going on. You don't even we notice didn't that even that she's... notice her arm missing. You didn't even see that the no. first
2: episode. No. <laughs> Definitely did not. Fun
0: fact: If you watch really closely throughout her interviews. As she talks, you'll see muscle twitches on the end of her nub.
3: What? Because
0: naturally, it's a thing for people for amputees though. It's They call it it's ghost. There's some technical term, but it's basically like ghost limb. Like yeah. it still feels like it's there basically. Yeah. So instinctually, as she's doing this with her other hand, moving and making motions, I, I looked at her nub and her nub necessarily won't be moving, but you can see the muscles moving like she's trying wow. to move. Her hand. You're How many so How many times
1: have I'm you watched like this that. documentary? Once. That's the thing that you watched. <laughs> but I had the
0: thought, but I was like I was like, I don't know why. I was like, I'm looking at it enough. And I was like I looked at it, I was like, Oh the muscles are moving. That's like
1: six times through for me on this this documentary. I've got to be at like I've watched Dude, this episode five I, times. I I'm gonna
0: it. look for the small stuff. I watched it so closely and I and I especially because I have been there. And if you're listening to this episode, you already know that I went there in, I don't know, like 2013 with my family. We didn't do the cub petting because it was a lot more expensive for five of us or whatever to mm-hmm. do that. Um, so we, you know, they, we, but we got to see some other small, small animals oh, and wow. stuff. But nonetheless. Um, all right. Who do you have for Rick Kirkham? He is the mm-hmm. reality show producer.
2: Steve Bashemi.
0: Yeah. I like him. He could, he could do that role.
2: Oh, yeah. Especially because he's like. There, he's an odd-looking dude, and his voice is unique too. Mm-hmm. I think
3: Steve. I
0: could see Steve Buscemi sitting there with a cigarette, just talking about all this. Like, I, you know, I told Joe I own all the content. Like, it, it was just mine, you know. And he got pretty pissed and called me. An <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> like, just Buscemi could fit that character. I have. Uh... And now I have to make this a not safe for work podcast because I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have uh, Walton Goggins. Oh. Walton Goggins is from Django and Justified. Oh my, the, I know who you're talking
0: the, about. He's, he's the, the guy with the teeth. The guy <gasps> the Django. Oh. He's the guy in like every he's so good at being a villain. Yeah. But he also has this weird walk about him. I call it like a girl walk. Like he he walks like a hot chick, but He does it, he adds a villainous spin on it. Yeah. If you ever watch him and when you see him in anything else, whether you go back and watch Django or something, watch the way he just like walks and carries himself. He carries himself in this awkward, lazy, but at the same time, like I'm strutting my stuff type of way. Mm. I love him for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Walton Goggins is good. You know Uh, who we're talking
2: about, Abby? No. Oh, I got you. I got him pulled
0: up. Don't worry. This guy.
2: Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Or
1: uh, Walton Goggins or J.K. Simmons.
0: Yeah, I have J.K. Simmons. He's a like, really popular one. Yeah. Why, everyone wants J.K. Simmons. Uh, Abby, did you have anybody for him? Mm-mm. Okay. So, next, I don't even have his name on here because I didn't care to look it up, but the campaign manager.
2: <laughs> oh, I really I liked did. him. I'll look him up.
0: I'll look him up to give him a name. He deserves it.
2: I oh. really liked him. I feel so bad for him because he got roped Man. into it. Right, he's Joshua the,
0: Dial. He's right.
1: he witnessed um he witnessed Travis kill yeah himself,
0: yeah. yeah he yeah. was there because that's well, super and traumatic. He's still
2: working and he still <laughs>
0: he, stayed with it. Yeah, that's so Just crazy. Crazy <laughs> He literally
2: he literally watched him. He was shoot himself in the head. And that was like, that was something that Kalen and I were talking about um, the other day. I'd have been out. Is that nope. like, well, Kalen didn't realize, Kalen thought Travis killed himself on purpose. But oh, Travis I thought was, he was
1: just, uh-huh. he was just too far
0: gone. He and was he was so, just like, ah. whatever. Yeah.
1: So
2: Travis, what what was the campaign manager's name?
0: Josh Dial.
2: Josh. So Travis w- walked in the shop and is pointing his gun... At Josh, and Josh starts freaking out. He's like, Dude, I told you, yeah, I have do told that. you before, do not point your gun at me. He's like, Uh, dude, don't worry, it doesn't go, it's not gonna go off. Yeah, he's like, it's a, it's, it's a
0: Ruger, there's no mag, it won't fire. It's like a safety mechanism. Some guns have it,
2: but that yeah. one did not. Yeah. And
0: he was wrong, and now he's dead. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sad, and
0: sad story. That one. That part that was. Me.
2: And then the funeral was the cringiest thing I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Not to say though, I will say it looks like he comes from a household where drug abuse there's a history of drug abuse. Yeah. That Travis came from a very broken yeah. home. You could tell by his mom's interview, it was like, Yeah, she's been through Mm-hmm. She's she's been through some stuff on that as far as that goes. But did you guys have anybody cast for him? For, I honestly just kind of forgot. I had some like
2: – Jonah Hill. I
1: had the Jonah main, Hill's obvious. Jonah Hill. There's
0: also Josh Gabb. Um I also brought up Josh Gad uh, Jesse Plemons. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture. Um, but he's from El Camino. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I think some other people said Bobby Moynihan too. Oh, no. No, no. no ignore that. <laughs> That's for a different person. But Bobby could play him. Alright, so that we'll have to shift gears. Um, did you guys cast the former drug lord? I don't remember. I did not. Tony Montana guy? Yeah, everyone just said Al Pacino. And that's, <laughs> just I, think that's the, I think that's all you can do. Dude,
1: just have him. He's this character. What is his name? Uh, his Mario Tabro. Yeah, he can be Mario. But just have uh, Al Pacino in his Scarface get up. Just basically, Al Pacino yeah. now in Scarface gear. Right. Say hello to my love like that. <laughs> as as this character.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. Um, James Garretson.
1: Yeah, I got James Garretson. All
0: right. Who you got? Uh, the ones
1: that I the one that I saw the very first one was Haley Joel Osment. Yep. Uh, from t- Six Sense.
2: That was mine too.
1: But the one that's got he also th- Secondhand Lions Kid. Is he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the one that had me cracking up was Kathy Bates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if Kathy oh Bates. my gosh! <laughs> I forgot. About I did that not one. hear that one. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Kathy
1: Bates dressed up as James Gerritsen, that would crack me up. Oh man.
0: That would be awesome. Abby, who you got? Do You have anybody?
2: That's what I had. Haley Joel Osment yeah. for mine as well. But he, Caitlin, had told me Kathy Bates. He'd showed me an article with <laughs> Kathy Bates in it as James Garrettson before, and that that one is my favorite. Uh, there was
0: one that I found that just for the sake of the look and the and kind of the personality, I think it's very fitting, and um, so that's why I want to mention it. But Alex Jones.
3: Oh, uh, oh my God! <laughs> the look is
0: uncanny, and. <laughs> But, I mean, he's not an actor technically, but people, I saw a picture somewhere and I was like, that's perfect. All right, <laughs> so I like, I like both of those. I have Haley Joel Osment for him or, um, as well. Uh, yeah, that's the one I had Bobby Moynihan for, but I uh, think he might be better suited as campaign manager. Anyways, mm-hmm. he's the SNL guy. Mm-hmm. With the curly yeah. hair. Um Who do you have for Alan Gover, Glover, the alleged hitman who oh,
3: going who, hilariously,
0: who hilariously hated Joe but at the same time, was like you give me some money to kill someone. Yeah, let's work together. Yeah,
1: I forgot all about him. He was a he was a f- kind of big name in there.
0: At the end, yeah, he ended yeah. up being a big name. Well, I'll give you, i I'll, I'll help you jog some thoughts at least. Okay, here's a, here's a quick list. Of what I have: um, John Malkovich. Ooh, yeah. If you wanted kind of like a like a cool kid one, but I think he could fit the bill. Jason Statham. It's a little bit out there, but the look of it, it'd be yeah. yeah. Someone brought that up. I was like maybe. Um, Creed Bratton, though. <laughs> from The Office.
2: Oh, yeah! Creed! I
1: don't know his name. Killer Creed Bratton. Oh Honestly, I think gosh. his first name is Creed. What's
2: this, what's this guy's yep. name?
1: It is, oh, the guy from uh, The Kingsman. Um, what's his, oh, his... Oh, he's... Uh, I can't remember his
2: name.
1: He's what? like the, uh, the, uh, the Q for 007. Yeah. But he's the technical
0: advisor. Is it Jack Davenport? No. I'm trying to look him up.
2: <coughs> it is Mark Strong.
1: Mark okay. Strong. Yeah. For those of you listening deal. in the oh, background, yeah, if him. you hear the
0: wrestling... It's just classic dog nonsense yeah. It happens on this podcast. Yeah,
2: no. Mark Strong.
0: I like that. I'm going to add him to my list. He could definitely be that. But I definitely think Creed Bratton is my breadwinner for that part just because... Who else is gonna say, "Yeah, I'll go kill someone for you"? You give him three grand, and then he goes and parties it away, and ends up in South Carolina. And it's like, it was like, it was like, and, and then and then when recounting the story, he says, "Yeah, I guess I was going down to the him, but I guess I pissed it all away partying." Meaning, he's claiming at least he has no recollection of this trip.
2: Partied too hard. Totally Dude,
1: accurate. Best thing about his. Interview in that whole mini series was him in a pair of like gym shorts being interviewed in his bathtub. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, the yeah.
3: that's the best.
1: They're like, Hey man, you want to get ready? He's like, Hold on one sec, let me just run this bubble bath real quick. Uh,
0: I gotta take a bath, can't interrupt. Bath time helps with me detox <laughs> when the coke dies, when the coke wears off, I got a yeah. bath, otherwise, it gets real nasty. <laughs> all right, so I think that covers really all the characters. I love that cast, and I think I think there's so many ways you can go with a lot of these characters that like I wouldn't be upset. But um, last question, I'll end it with this: How do you, if it were to be cast, because I think that would have some say in the type of movie would have some say in the type of cast you would put. Yeah. What type of movie Hollywood adaptation would you like it to be? Would you want it to be like a kind of an like a mockumentary? Or would you want it to be more like a – a little bit more serious, more like a drama? But maybe, of course, there's going to be comedy in this, so it's really kind of – but how – what genre film would you want this to be?
2: I would definitely want it to be more of a mockumentary Mm -hmm. because I don't think anyone can take this story (laughs) seriously. Um, But, yeah, I mean, especially with our cast that we have chosen, they're Mm. all big-name actors and actresses Mm -hmm. that – You know, if this ever came about, would probably never agree to it. (laughs) Well, Um, most
1: of them are are comedy... More comedy-esque actors, Yeah, comedy fits their bill. Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely. But I would definitely want it to be a mockumentary. Mm -hmm. Just for, you know... Just for the laughs out of the whole situation that (laughs) is Tiger King.
1: I would, too. I would want it to be a mockumentary. But... I would love to see somebody try to make this like a serious drama, like yeah. a crime. I would love to watch that, or
0: yeah, like almost like a true crime type <laughs> yeah. film. And you bring in like um, I can't think of the guy's name, but the lead like the lead character for Justified is uh, Alan Glover, the supposed hitman. Yeah. Um, let me see let me see what his I just want to see. You know, and see like it's... have some super serious character, like Leonardo DiCaprio is Joe yeah. Exotic, you know, and it's yeah. a true <laughs> crime film. <laughs> Uh, we have,
1: like, Robert De Niro in there. Robert De Niro's Jeff Lowe.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: No, I definitely... I love it. Well, I think that was an awesome podcast. Believe it or not, we did a whole hour. Nice. So, wow. hmm I want to thank you guys for lending me your time and your opinions on Tiger King. Um, this is going to be... Um, my plan is uh, to make this a giant, you know, one long episode. It's probably going to be a long haul thinking about it. Um, but... <laughs> We're here, so thanks again for coming on, guys. Um, and um, let me know if you get your podcast off the ground. Love to be yeah, do some absolutely. crossover episodes. Um, want to have you on. Thank mm-hmm. you for having us. On. Yeah, and yeah, any of those listeners of out there, if you want to chime in your opinion, there's a uh, email me at the Rambling Viking in Gmail. But um, we're gonna go ahead and shift over into the next uh, interview now. So thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.